What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm your host, Hayes. On today's episode, we now have more details about how John Wall is signing with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers and how that does impact one of the free agents that I listed yesterday that I would like to see the Bulls go after. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Bulls' upcoming uh, roster and what that may mean for how we're going to fill that out. And we'll also go over some more possible free agent targets for the Chicago Bulls. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first off, we're going to jump right into back into the John Wall thing. Released a special episode on the YouTube yesterday in regards to John Wall, um, <clears throat> him reaching a buyout. In that buyout, he gave six and a half million dollars back on that forty-seven million dollar um, contract. So what that means is that he can sign into mid-level exception money. The Clippers are using their 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 exception to sign John Wall. So now that leaves them almost certainly not to to they're not going to be bringing back isaiah hartenstein who was a player that i mentioned yesterday in my big men that i would like to see the chicago bulls go after i listed six big men there and so him being a potential target can really um it can now their chance the bulls chances can increase and i really do look at hartenstein as an uh ak and an acme type pick because of the, them looking at advanced analytics how he could fit on the team without necessarily breaking the bank Hardenstein could very well be that target for the Chicago Bulls. We'll see if that comes to fruition, but it definitely could be one of those targets for the Chicago Bulls as we look to go forward with things. Um, this John Wall signing to the Clippers, like I said, everyone healthy could be a really a pretty big change for the for the teams out there on the West Coast. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that too much, but maybe the Bulls can now benefit, making it a little bit easier for them to sign Isaiah Hartenstein if he if he's their their um one of their targets there he may not be they may have something completely else on the radar that we don't see right now or i don't see and they could completely change by the time it gets to that point but in talking about that we know that we're heading towards free agency free agency opens wednesday at midnight i think it's uh thursday uh teams can start announcing signing signing trades can be done as of thursday that's when we can start seeing some signing trades done things like that um but with that being said i wanted to take a look at like a, I wanted to offer some more free agents that the Bulls could possibly go after, but I also want to give my thinking behind it, which I, I've outlined some yesterday, but I also want to outline here. The Bulls currently, as everything stands, are set to have about uh, 13 players under contract right now. That's that's granted. Zach Levine comes back, so we're looking, we're going to have DeMar, Vooch, Russo, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Tony Bradley, if he does opt in, Javante Green, Io, uh, Marco Simonovic, uh, Zach Levine, like I said, if he does resign and Dalen Terry, that leaves that's 13 players by my estimation, uh, if, if I can count correctly, which I don't always do. So let me know if I'm wrong down below. So that really means that the Bulls don't have too many open roster spots. Now, as we some of us uh, think Kobe White may be moved, he may stay on the team um, that Tony Bradley, if Tony Bradley does opt in, his opt in is, is right at two million dollars. So that's not too hard to move. There are a lot of teams would would. Um, trade player uh, exceptions that could absorb that contract. Also, it's not too hard to really cut. Uh, it's not too big of a loss if they do need to cut it to open up a roster spot. Now, we know the, the Chicago Bulls are notoriously, I don't want to say cheap, right? But we know that they're going into the luxury tax once they sign Zach Levine, unless they just don't use 
um, the mid-level exception or something like that. So looking at how this team is going to fill out, right? Now, I'm going to offer some free agents today. Um, so, I mean, really what we looked at, about me just saying we have 13 players under roster, that means that we don't have too many more open roster spots, honestly. Now, we could fill that out with, si with two-way players. Now, I didn't mention Justin Lewis on that because he is a two-way player. Um, so, you know, still some, some space there. But the Bulls, just looking at players who's probably not coming back. Malcolm Hill, not coming back. Tristan Thompson, God, no. Please keep Tristan Thompson far away. Tyler Cook. We could see Tyler Cook come back and then offer him a qualifying offer. He does have a qualifying offer of $1.5 million. Matt Thomas, I can see a world in which Matt Thomas may come back depending on what other moves that they make on the bench. Um, Derek Jones Jr., I don't, I don't know about Derek Jones Jr. I think the money that he can probably go out there and get on the open market, I just don't know. And then we also have Troy Brown Jr., who has a $7 million qualifying offer, and I think that qualifying offer alone means that Troy Brown Jr., it's not a chance in hell he's coming back to the Chicago Bulls. We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll see. So with all that being said, that's what the Bulls are working with as far as roster slots open. So we're going to take – I'm looking at this, right, as that the Bulls have addressed their roster in a couple of different ways. I know we initially came into the season saying the Bulls need a 3 and D wing. They need a big man, right? I really do look at this and saying maybe the Bulls aren't going to prioritize the 3 and D wing because they have – Dale and Terry, they plan to use him. Uh, Javante's moving back to the wing as well uh, and, and not playing four, hopefully, with the way that this team's improved. We don't know what's going on with Marco Simonovic. So looking at that, I don't think that Marco Simonovic is in a, a wing at all. I don't even know why I just named him there. But with that being said, right, I kind of look at it. You still have uh, IO. You still have AC. Uh, who And both of those are versatile players. You still have Kobe White on the roster as of now. And as long as Kobe is on the roster, that really doesn't free up much space on the wing if they do plan to play Dalen Terry at all this season. And God forbid Justin Lewis does dazzle and he ends up getting some minutes for the Chicago Bulls on the main roster this season. So with that said, I do kind of look at the wing position kind of just by unless a deal is, is, is made that it's probably already we're probably not going to get that three and D wing. And maybe if we do, it's going to be the back of the of the bench guy. And not somebody who's going to really be a marquee free agent. Could be wrong in that. We can completely see things change. But I wanted to look at how else the Bulls team can fill out this roster. Some of these cheap, the, the free agents that project to be a little bit cheaper as the Bulls look uh, go forward. To They're going to be a luxury tax team and may look to save some money. So first up, player that I didn't mention yesterday and a lot of people did mention, but a player that I do think would be cheaper. The players that I mentioned yesterday were going to take up a big portion of that mid-level exception. Thad Young is the first one on this list. A lot of you guys mentioned him. He had one of the lowest minutes per game of his career last season, and the output matched that. 6.3 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, uh, 0 0.4 blocks per game, which is typical for his career, 1.8 assists per game. Now, we know what Thad Young brings. He comes in as a player that knows the system, can really play on any system. He can play some, play on the perimeter some. He's a solid de defender. He, he plays well in the offense, being able to pass the ball, get people in better positions. I just don't look at Thad Young as being a player, and I could be completely wrong with this, that is going to command a lot on the free agent market. Not to say that he's just going to be a veteran minimum player. He's probably going to take the rest of that mid-level exception if we don't offer the full mid-level exception to whoever we sign at center. But you can bring in Thad Young as a player who can also come in, play some minutes for you at the four, play some minutes for you at the three, may even play some small ball center for the Chicago Bulls with the way that they line up as well. Mentor. All those good things. We all know everything that Thad Young brings to this team. But considering his output, considering he this was the first year, I think since his rookie year, he did not average 
in double digits points per game. Now, again, that's because he wasn't also he also wasn't given the opportunities. That young is a player on this list that I think can definitely be used to fill out the roster. Now, again, some people may mention Gary Harris, things like that. They're not on here, mainly because I think the wing is kind of taken care of right now, unless Kobe White is moved. Next one up, Kyle Anderson. Much like what I said about Thad Young, Kyle Anderson is a is a great defender who comes in, doesn't need offense necessarily called for him, but can operate, operate in the offense very, very well, can get other people open. He has a willingness to move the ball. And listen, he can come in and almost be a seamless fit off that bench for the Chicago Bulls. Again, keep in mind, the players that I'm mentioning here aren't players that I'm saying should be day one, day two targets of the Chicago Bulls. These are players that I'm saying after you address that that backup center position, these are some players you may want to take an interesting look at because of what they offer. Kai Anderson can play the three and the four, as we know. One of the things that AK did even and said in his um, press conference with Daylon Terry is the versatility coming off the bench. What we what this Bulls team is going to be is, is players who come off the bench who can play multiple positions, which offers up a lot of different matchup uh, types that you can give out there and a lot of different styles depending on what type of game you're in at that time. Kyle Anderson is definitely a player that could be that and a player that I wanted to put on this list as well. Last up on this one is Paul Millsap. Now, Paul Millsap, again, lowest minutes he ever played in his career at 11 minutes per game. But uh, looking back at what he did maybe in 2020-21, isn't going to give you the best. Like, it's just Paul Millsap is a player that I look at and I, I can honestly say having on the back end of your bench, I would thoroughly enjoy having Paul Millsap there and give him some spot minutes. He can do some things. And I think that if when you look at like culture building, things like that, Paul Millsap can definitely be a signing that the Bulls look into to bring in to see what he can bring. But again, none of these guys that I name are guys that I'm saying are going to change everything for the Chicago Bulls. That young probably brings the most on this list. Kyle Anderson has a younger option as well, brings a lot of things. But these are some other players that we can see the Bulls go after to see what they can bring in and what they can bring to this team. Um, but let me know some some off the wall free agents that you guys may look at. Again, this list is more so towards after you get your big signing, these are these are how you continue to fill out that roster if needed. Otto Porter Jr. honestly could be another player on this list. I know he did not play great for us at all. He was looked at and needed to be our second scorer when we had him. But what he's been able to show him being on a team where he knows his role, um, playing for the Golden State Warriors. Now, again, it's easier to know your role and playing that role when you're playing clearly with some of the greats, greats out there and competing for a championship. But when you look at Otto Porter Jr. and just really what he can bring, how he fits the mode of some of the players that I've mentioned here so far, um, he definitely could be an option as well for the Chicago Bulls. Again, we got to get over our PTSD of the last time he was in a Bulls uniform, but he could be an interesting player to look at as well there. Now, as we go forward with free agency, free agency opens tomorrow night uh, at midnight. If there's a deal announced at midnight, I will be dropping an episode at midnight. Uh, pray for me. Um, but we'll continue to see. And after we get that initial signing, after we start hearing some of the things of who the Bulls are maybe interviewing and talking to, I'll continue to come out with these free agent lists. I may even mention some wings and some guards. It's just right now, looking at the Bulls roster until something changes, I really don't necessarily see us doing much on the wing right now. But let me know if you agree with that or disagree with it down below. But again, that's kind of where I sit right now. Those are some of the free agent targets that I think the Chicago Bulls could take a look at to add to this team as depth pieces, but also pieces that can contribute at a level. We also, I think when you look at it as well, not knowing exactly what's going on with Marco Simonovic, are they planning on having him play in the NBA next season, in the actual NBA? Like, 
giving him a set number of minutes, whether it's eight to 10 minutes or whatever else to really see what he can do and how he can develop. That can change a lot of what the Bulls do in free agency as well. They may, we, we can completely see a world in which the Bulls use most of that mid-level exception to bring in the center, if not all of it. And that pretty much be it of what the Chicago Bulls do. Looking at how the roster is, it's easy to keep saying, hey, we should go after that guy. We should go after that guy. But the Bulls are really starting. They've, they've slowly filled out that roster in ways that I think we didn't expect. Now, Tony Bradley could deny his player option. I don't see that happening. He's going to probably get that guaranteed money. So, again, with that, and unless Kobe White's moved, and then even then, if we move Kobe White, we're probably bringing somebody back in unless we're bringing in a cheaper deal or a team's absorbing him with their, with their trade player exception. And we're not going to get a roster spot there either. So really looking at everything, this Bulls roster, after they re-sign Zach Levine, after they sign a big that we do all hope and AK is said is going to be their main target, that's pretty much it outside of some fringe signings for the Chicago Bulls. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Again, I, I just I don't know how to call it right now. The Bulls can go a lot of different ways with things, but we'll continue to cover free agents. Let me know some other free agents you would like to hear covered um, as well. Free agency is right around the corner, guys. I can't wait. It's going to be an exciting time for Bulls fans and around the NBA as a whole. But that is it for me for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Now, our mailbag episodes are usually Saturdays, but if we get some big time Pertinent uh, voicemails, I'll go ahead and play those on the show, not necessarily wait till Saturday. But like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.